Language Broadcast, the English language broadcast, but no podcast that nobody asked for. My name is David. That there is an emotionally drained, physically drained, absolutely sweating, just oh, drive you up the wall, wreck of a man. That's Sam, by the way, yeah. over there. <laughs> um, yeah, a uh, couple of uh, points to note first. Um, if you hear the sound of an angle grinder on concrete during this recording, it's the builders outside my flat. Um, we closed all the windows, which means we are sweating, but it might be a little bit quieter. Um, we've got quite a lot to get through today. We've got pre-ram and the fallout thereof to come. We've got a vaguely related railway station jingle that I forgot to do last week, so we're having that today. We've got the regulars, we've got beer of the podcast, we've got hot or not, we've got question time, we've got a short game, and... We've got the announcement of the commencement of the Zbrojovcast End of Season Awards, which we would like you to take part in over the next week or so. Yeah, we encourage you to um, get um, involved in that, because like the um, playoff games, they're going to be rigged. (laughs) Uh, Yes, for uh, libel reasons. Um, (laughs) Fuck it. No. Rigged. Uh, yeah. Well, so. libel actually, libel what? Like libel again? Like the FA are going to be like Sam? You can't say that. Or is it going to be you saying Sam? You can't say we're rigging our poll. Halowska slept with Shuster's missus. <laughs> Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to look at the two playoff games uh, against uh, Pribram, and then we're going to have a separate look at the fallout. <laughs> and boy, <laughs> has it been a fallout. Indeed, yes. <laughs> uh, so it began on Wednesday at 6.30 with a magnificent turnout of 8,532 at Surbska, I think. Where were you when we were shit? <laughs> he said slightly bitterly. It, but there you go. I thought it was a fantastic turn. It was uh, some fantastic uh, uh, choreo from the from the uh, ultras yeah. there as well. A brilliant dragon with all the pyro and everything. Yeah. And, yeah. A real a real buzz around the place. Indeed, a real yeah. buzz around town in the in the couple of days leading up to it. I felt um, so very good turnout. The issue is going to be trying to get these people back um, back next season and enjoying the football. And to be honest, they could have seen a worse game. Yes, um, we kind of, coming into this, we had been playing some terrific football, we'd not been conceding too many goals, and we'd been, we'd been, we'd, we'd been, we'd been buckling our swash forward-wise, yes, hadn't we? We'd been absolutely ripping through teams, yeah. and within 11 minutes we were 2-0 down, down. Uh, almost all of our own doing yes. as well. It was very clumsy and messy and, yeah, not not Lionel, just, you know, Crappily falling over each other. Yeah, I missed the first goal. Um, the bit of a scuff, bit of a deflection, squirms under Flodder. Yeah. And then the second goal itself, I think, was a free kick outside the box. It was on which, the right, yeah. Um, um, we might be continuing a theme, but I didn't think that was a free <laughs> kick at the time. Did you not, Sam? And, um, yes, and it was uh, quite a good dead ball, actually, um, to make it 2-0. And it started to look a little bit like, oh, haven't we seen this before? Yeah. Um, however, what we had not seen was a very, very spirited comeback in which we we got to half-time 2-2. Yes. It was very, very good indeed. 
Uh, goals from uh, Magera with a header, and the second one was Shumbera. Shumbera. That's right. So two two at half time. Good good header, I think, was the Magera one. Yes, it a bit was of a classic Magera goal. Yeah, um, who actually. I will say this, was lucky to still be on the pitch because he mm-hmm. had been targeted by all 12 of Prebram's players. And um, he, within the first 10 minutes, after having gone 2-0 down and him being denied a penalty when Prebram's goalkeeper came screaming out of his area, um, clattered into Magera's back, knocking him over, and uh, Magera went down looking for a penalty, Prebram got a free kick. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. He looked as a he looked as though he was going to talk, stroke, shout himself into a red card at some point. He did get a booking for yeah. being mouthy about twenty minutes in, and yeah. I was amazed he made it to the end of the first half because they really got under his skin. Yeah, I was I was quite worried about that. I do remember actually shouting so I was like blue or red or whatever in the face that that was a penalty. I actually don't think it was on reflection. Like I think that the sort of keeper you know just like is coming out and gets contact before. And anything else is just a follow follow through. But However, it it's even, even up to that point, um, it had been going so very much not our way that mm-hmm. I didn't blame him for being absolutely livid that yeah. yet another decision, even twelve minutes in, we hadn't got. True. Um, so yeah, two two at half time. They came out. They did the Celtic huddle on the pitch. Was not a fan. No. Um, and then. Relatively quickly, after about it was about ten minutes or so, fifty-four minutes, something like that, Magera again, uh, another what we're duty bound to call a towering header. Mm-hmm. wasn't that towering really. It was a bit of a scuff really, he's, but he's a, he's a tower. Himself, he is. He is so. a tower himself. Um, but yeah, and it went three-two, and it looked all us. We were we wanted to put it to bed. I think yeah. they were they were absolutely barreling forward. We were pressing. We started to press. We were a lot more impressive actually in that second half. Um, yeah, very good indeed. Um, and didn't um, was it was it Prichistal had a very good chance. He was sort of sent clear for a one on one. That's uh, true. Sent it straight at the keeper. That that would have been us out of sight to be honest. Uh-huh. And then in the 89th minute. Our own undoing. Our own undoing, indeed. Really, really, just sloppy play at the back right. Um, lets the uh, lets the Prebram players get forward. It's a it's a sort of a drilled sort of short cross and a tap in when we're all at sixes and sevens. Mm. Um, so three each. Um, I was a bit deflated at the end of the at the end of that game. Because, that's a, that's a mild understatement. Yeah, I wasn't very happy because <laughs> no. of the manner that we conceded that goal. And I really did think that that was our chance. Mm. I think I said so on the on the Twitter. Like yeah. I really feel that that was our chance sort of gone. And everyone did a lot of good work to be like, ah, come on, Sam, chin up. We're going over there. You know, all you do is need a win. Uh, you know, enough to do. Um, you know, Prebram didn't look that great. And they were right. So, you know, had a bit of confidence going into Prebram on, on Sunday. Yeah, we, we made it to uh, Prebram on Sunday. And um, so did... A lot of people, five hundred or so. Yeah. I thought that I thought it was a lot of hyperbole going on, being like, "Ah, oh, it's five hundred coming." There actually were, there were. about five hundred <laughs> yeah. people there. Yeah, well, well done to all concerned there. Rotemauer. Yeah, exactly. Rotemauer, indeed. Uh, well, actually, Rot- Rotus Vant, I think. Uh huh. Yeah. 
Is Mao too literal a term for a wall? Yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, um, a red wall at one end of uh, Prebrammer Stadium there. And uh, it finished nil-nil. It was not a classic. (laughs) And away goals count. And yeah, we we, we did get that wrong. Away goals do count. So uh, yeah, apologies for anyone who, you know. Yes, so we were going there knowing that we needed to win. And... Despite doing that, we decided to not really turn up, I felt. Um, we're going to go into a lot of issues later on, probably after we wrap up the, the game itself yes. in terms of football being played. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff to talk about in terms of certain decisions that were made and things that might have happened. But overall, I think that this... And it will be shrouded. It will. This will all be shrouded in that. But I think it's still that if you are going to go somewhere in this in a playoff, your your season is being defined by this ninety minutes or so. You have to go there and play a lot better than we did. Yeah, you have to go there with a sense of uh, adventure, a sense of knowing how good you can be, because that was that is nothing like as well as we played recently. It was it was back to the first half of the season. It was panicky. It was sitting too deep. It was long balls. It was just. It was very. It was a. It was a vintage Zbrojovka Brno away <laughs> performance, actually. Yeah. And this was against a team that really. This the same team we were unchanged over the legs. A team that really dug in in the in the first game, and I don't think for one minute we were any good at home. Actually, I thought that we were. We were. We were architects of our own downfall. We, and dug a result out of it. I thought we had some very good spells of play, but I came out of I came out of the of the stadium thinking I didn't think we played that well overall. Mm. And then you have this balancing up of being disappointed that you've conceded to make it three three, but also of course you you were two 0 down. Ever. Yeah, exactly. But there was just nothing really in no. the in the in the game at Prebram. I don't know how much of the heat had to do with things. Things were very hot. We I think we just looked a bit unorganized. Yeah. Um, Hashtag cliche saying for both sides, temperature-wise, yeah, though, of course. We, we got a bit better. Well, we were better in the second half again. Um, we needed things. to be. Chris Dufek was generally quite good. Um, we didn't re- we didn't really give Shibram that many chances, but it didn't seem that they were actually looking to really put the tie to bed. Uh, the, yeah, uh, Ice, Iceman had a bit of a Varnsdorf. Up until 75 minutes, yeah. I, kept having this, I kept having this belief that our guys must have were more worried about conceding and having to score two than actually cons- having to score one. Yeah, and that's that's a huge mentality problem. Um, Rusek cared. That yes, was nice. yeah. Rusek, um, Rusek was all over the place. He was, I mean, in a good way. Yeah, he was. You know, he was very headers. Good. Um, he was, you know, doing headers, making runs. Yeah, lying on the pitch in pain when decisions went against him. He was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think we we've. We've definitely mentioned that before, that side of his game before. Uh, yeah, um, against Noimo was the first time we really saw that when he was really, you know, driving the team forward. And uh, yeah, but he was he was he was one sort yeah. of bright spark amongst the um, disappointment. Yeah, and I think that we were perhaps wrong on reflection. Um, we'll go into this more next week, which will be more of an end of season review. R-E-V-U-E. Yeah, oh, good. <laughs> um, but we were of the opinion, particularly early on in the season, that Rusek shouldn't really be playing in the centre of midfield. 
because um, he is, you know, he's supposedly, you know, down there as a striker and he you know, does strikery things or whatever. He's been very good though, hasn't he? I think he's been fantastic as a yeah. central midfielder now that he's sort of found that game and now he's been able to drop back. I think it took a learning curve, but... It, yeah, also, um, um, seeing as the amount of time Krejci has been out, he's been a fabulous stand-in. Yes, and that actually brings me to one more point I want to say on this game before we move yeah. on, is that I th- there was a big um, Pachlopnik hole in that Zbarovka side. There was side. a big Pachlopnik shaped hole. And that might have been the difference because that was a player who really came into form and started getting game time. Yeah. Was was really an informed player. And to then be injured and miss out both the ties I thought was a, was a real shame. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go on to the... I mean... Into the good. I was, yeah, I was going to go on to the the, the bit the, most people are listening are listening in for. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, let's dive in, shall we? Um, I. I have just had it pointed out to me that dive in was the perfect segue into this yes. section. And I've also been warned, and you might also want to be warned, listener, David, if you want a monologue, you're about to get one. So, you know, best best, uh, best, best opinion trousers on, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, um, the scandal is uh, twofold. After this morning... Yes, yeah. I was um, going to say fivefold even. Well, yeah. Um, after uh, both uh, playoff uh, games went to the team in the Purvini Liga, and both were not without controversy. In fact, this morning Yilava released an open letter to the Czech FA, the referees board, it, basically it everyone. Everyone. It said to everyone, to clubs, to players, supporters, to absolutely everyone, and the 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 Czech Medical and Sporting Commission as well, uh, for reasons we'll yeah. touch on in a second. Basically, this is a fucking farce. Yes. Yeah. So, um, as a ba- bit of background colour, you might be um, f- aware of what's been happening from a Zborovka perspective. Um, Lord knows I've been tweeting about it, and ha- David has been making some wonderful bananagrams on the, on the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, um, before we go into that, I'm I'm very very proud to get my first ever blocking thing onto. I don't I don't use Twitter that much, but uh, the Zborovka's account got blocked by Prebram after that. And they must have done their homework because they blocked my personal account as well. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I wonder if I am as well. <laughs> yeah, I'd have a look at that. Oh, that's good. That's um, quite exciting. I'm quite proud of that. Oh, God. Have, I, have, we, <laughs> have, we, turned into a, have we turned into a fucking social media banter account? I really hope so. so. <laughs> that's what I've been here for all season, David. The memes. The memes. The spicy memes. Um, this wasn't a meme, though. This was worse than a meme. Um, so... I don't know. If you haven't seen the memes, I've got stored up. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, as a bit of background colour to the other tie, it was um, the game uh, on Sunday finished Visocina Yihlava 1, um, MFK Shibram, MFK Karvina even yeah. 1. Um, after um, they, um, the home side took the lead, it was 2 1 in Karvina, the first leg around, and there were some hashtag. No, it wasn't, it was 2 2. It was. It was 2 2 2 Ruby 2 2 It was actually 2 1. But yeah. Certain, and I'm using air quotes here, listener, decisions mm-hmm. were made during that match, which looked very suspicious, according to a lot of uh, a lot of things that I've seen. I've not seen the match. I was watching another match where equally um, a number of decisions were 
um, taken. Um, and originally, um, it was like what was just happening on the pitch was sort of farcical. There was a very good article actually written, uh, I think it was in, um, it might have been eSport, um, which um, said that that there were, it wouldn't be possible because both games were televised to do something as, you know, like a red card or a penalty mm-hmm. out of nothing because that would get picked up by the cameras. But the sort of the duo of Peter Andrianu and uh, Michael Mishka, yes. the assistant, um, the referee and assistant, um, was farcical. We had everything from um, clear free kicks for Zbrojovka going the way of the um, opposition. Um, the one that's doing the rounds most of all is the um, Rusek one in the 93rd minute, which mm. was the last, should have been the last Brno attack of the game, which was given the other way. Um, non-existent offsides, um, which I'd forgotten about until I saw the article, because I remember raging a couple of times yeah. that we were caught offside when it simply wasn't the case. And maybe the obvious one as well is that both teams made their full um, amount of substitutions. There were th- um, inc- uh, there was some earlier scenes where things missiles were thrown on the pitch. Yeah, and there yeah, was- huge, really lengthy stoppages for. Yeah. Yeah, for um, smoke bombs and getting the getting the robocops out to stand in front, um, going over to check Freedrum's goalkeeper was okay after, and I do not condone this at all, explosive things were thrown at him, which yeah. is dickish, by the way. Yeah, you still made a meme out of it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, so would I. I made, I made a meme out of, you know, Magera uh, coming over to plead with the crowd for some kind of sanity. Uh, but still, I mean, just that by itself was three or four minutes of stoppage. Um, well, it should have been five minimum. So, I mean, with a full full set of substitutes, that's four minutes usually, right? Um, disgraceful, really. And it's the, the fallout of it has actually been sublime. Um, not just because, like, Yihlava have released a statement, a statement which, to be honest, and I, I saw this online and I agreed with it, um, something that a team like Zborovka wouldn't have the guts to do. Yeah. I think. It was very full-blooded, wasn't it? There was no punches pulled. Yes. Um, zero compromising. Talking about the um, neutrality of the refereeing association, the supposed committee, which is set up to um, investigate these sort of things, just being absolutely loaded. And you just had all sorts of other weird things as well. Um, like Roman Berber, yeah. who is one of the commissioner guys, the, the association, coming out almost as if scripted, saying that these sort of problems, but there was no, no possibility of a video referee for technical reasons. Um, perhaps knowing that the issue is not actually about VAR or anything like that, the issue is actually about the whole referees grouping being mm. completely bent. Um, and you had our good friend Yaroslav Starka. Yarka Starka. Um, who, um, correct me if I'm wrong, is the ch- owner or chair or president? Top- one of the, t- I, I can't remember his exact position, but he brilliantly, he... Love this. He, he managed to get a place on Prebram's bench by being registered as the team masseur. And yeah, managing to get down there for... I don't know why you would need to do that. I mean, I, I can't possibly think of a reason you would need to do that. I mean, I can think of a lot of reasons, but um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that all you needed um, in order to be a masseur or alternative alternative pronunciation masseuse, just because I like it. Well, that's 
well, you know, if we're going to gender it. Oh, are we? I don't know. I just like masseuse because it sounds like masseuse is the. It's like it's like actor actress, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, masseur masseuse. Back rubber guy. Um, <laughs> you all you have to do is take a course. You have to take a short course or something, and then you're allowed to be a masseur oose. Can you can you do that course without doing it, but just paying them some money? Probably, but I don't. But the question is, if he ever did it in the first place, which is apparently getting looked into. I don't think it's going to get looked into. No, but it's still funny. Um, but yeah, overall, the whole thing is an absolute shit show. There's far better resources to to, to look about to, to discuss this than us, who are you know don't have you know knowledge of all the inner workings of what happens in that sort of side of Czech football so I would look to people like Ludwig Madl who's yeah. been writing stuff about it there was a great article in Blesk today I, no, I know <laughs> right places. but it was like a long read almost about how everything is just wrong this has been noticed and it's yeah I mean this is let's just let's just say this this is by far from the first time this has been mm-hmm. called out as an issue and um yeah, it's it. I. It's weird to say it, but I think because it's, it also concerns two relatively big clubs in us and Yihlava as well. Um, it's really you know, it's really kind of caught the, not imagination, but it's 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 become a story, like you know, a much bigger story than previous ones that have been kind of swept under the rug or gone. You know, people going, huh, lol, Czech football, of course it's corrupt. The, yeah, the issue at the start was us, and I didn't know how much I really believed this, to be honest, was the assertion from um, many people that Prebrem will buy their way um, to safety. Uh, I didn't really believe that. I thought, oh, this is what you usually say about certain teams with certain Mm -hmm. owners. But it actually is a lot bigger than that because, you know, we're going home um, from the game on Monday. And all this other stuff emerges about what was happening over in Visochina. It seems like a cabal. Yeah. Um, but I, the, I, the similarities are so striking. But I, I can't understand. Maybe you can help me with this, David. I can't understand what purpose it actually, it actually serves. Because it's not... Right. If, if let's say, both teams... You know the, the revert it, things were reversed. Yeah, Yihlava went up, Brno went up. You're replacing a team in Karvina who you know get about three thousand to games or whatever to a team mm. that gets two and a half, and a team in Prebram that gets three three thousand to games, a team that will get six or seven. Um, but I, I don't I don't really see the point of loading it up in this way. I don't know what purpose it served. Because I, I don't think Karvina or Prebram are necessarily what you would call big players. Sure, Prebram have friends in high places, but I don't know what this sort of serves unless it's a bigger thing to discourage teams getting promoted ever. I don't know whether it's not just um, a kind of power ego trip within the upper echelons of club ownership and the Czech FA to kind of buy influence. I don't know, to be honest. But Because uh... if it is the latter, it's been an excellent exercise um, for the Czech FA, if they can get away with one team getting promoted a year. Yes, um, I was actually uh, saying this to some of my colleagues earlier. We will actually come on to this as a question later. But basically, it's so it's very much weighted in in favour of uh, first division uh, teams, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean. 
yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't really have anything to add to be honest. But, um, yeah, it's just been what, sh what for me should have been a kind of well, we gave it our best. Our best wasn't quite good enough. Yeah, okay. In a way, our best wasn't quite good enough. Yeah. But I would have been totally happy with that, and now I'm left with this kind of angry. You know, yeah. I d if if there's one thing, um, um, just to put an end on it though, um, it was great to see the support that the team got at the end of full time. Yes. Um, because I was worried that there would be a sort of an issue where some of certain elements of our support, I'm obliged to say. <clears throat> yeah, um, I think we all know who those certain elements start, are. Start um, ripping up seats and doing this, that, and yeah. the next thing. But I think that the, the anger was so overwhelmingly concentrated on the team and the association rather than the fans, it seemed a little... It seemed a bit pointless. Yeah. Because normally, like, if you start ripping up seats or whatever, you have a target, and that's opposition supporters. Opposition supporters were both, A, too far away, and B, had very little to do with the game getting... Yeah, exactly. It was a lot yeah. bigger. But the it seemed it seemed genuinely heartfelt at the end. And if we can take a an away section, half of that, to games in the future, I think we'll be yeah. just fine. But more about this for sure next week. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I feel that 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 for the well for the time being that's dealt with. Let's go on to lighter matters, shall we? Right, I've got a railway station jingle. That's nice, isn't it? This is going to look entirely out of place. Well, you know, we've been talking about Yihlava. Yes, a bit. True. So um, we went to the world famous cross country skiers a couple of weeks ago. We did. Battered them. We did. And we didn't go on the train. We didn't. So we didn't hear this. We did not. But I, this is good. It is. <laughs> hey. Um, so the uh, thing that you hear if you get to the railway station goes like this. It's just dings. Plinky plonk. Plinky plonk. And the name of the song is Horo Horo Visoka Sea. Because That's a surprise. I guess they are. Uh, mountains, mountains, Visoka. you are high. Visoka Ski. Visoka Ski. Ski yes. lava. Oh, I should just, I'm just going to start calling ski them Ski lava. lava. How has it taken me? It's taken me several years of calling them cross-country skiers and no one except you thinks that's funny to then not have, not have thought Ski lava. Ski lava. Anyway, uh, the original sounds like this. Dulcet tones of Yaramir Horak, the brilliant, the 
appropriately named Yaromir Horak there. <laughs> Big Jim Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Big Jimmy Mountain, yeah. So, uh, that was a small bit of the section we had there. I just needed to put that in because I completely forgot about yeah. that last time around. And um, uh, we haven't done one for a bit. Yeah. So... Uh, the next section we're going to do. Do you? I can't remember whether you said you had one of these or not, but it's hot or not. I do not, but I do have a game to play. Okay, we'll do hot or not then, and then a short game. It's hot. Or not. It's hot or hot or not. Hot. Hot, hot, hot. Not, not, not. The hot or not bit of the podcast. Of the show, Dray. Uh, did not practice. Yeah, that. did you tell we... I, I just sprung that on Sam. He didn't really mm-hmm. go for it. So, it's fine. I've derelicted my duty for the hot or nots this week, unfortunately. That's right. That That is... I, I mean, I have also... Derelicted? It was a derelict of duty. Dereliction. What are your hots, David? Well, my hot, again, it's uh, a literal and a metaphorical one. My hot is cycling from Prague to Pribram. Yes. Uh, We... Ah, close to Krosek, Praha. Yes, sorry, yeah. In the... In the... In in the Pražský okres to Pribram. Mm -hmm. Um, We stayed... Uh, overnight in Priram at Pivovar Podlesi, mm-hmm. and the pivo was magnificent in said Pivovar. Was it was it not? very good. It was very, very good delicious. Dark one. Yeah, called Mikesh. Mikesh, you remember better than me. Yeah, it was well named That's after the, the biggest cat in the world. Big Mick S. Big Big Mickey cat. Yeah, yeah great pussy. Um, and sorry. Um, and uh, just after we had arrived. It was quite busy. It's it's a very popular place for cyclists. Um, So there wasn't much room. So I asked if we could sit down and share a table with a bloke who was sitting there by himself having a beer in a very old uh, Ireland international away (laughs) football shirt, which is very good indeed. Uh, And I was wearing my Listen to Zbrojovkast t-shirt. We sat down and um, he was like, oh, you're those guys. The podcast guys, and we said yes, and um, he then wanted a photo of us, which was odd, but there you go. But anyway, his thing was, he had cycled all the way from his home, just outside Prague, to Pribram, which is about, what, 80? Round trip 80. Yeah, round trip 80 kilometres in very, very hot weather. So he came and, um, uh, his name's Yirka, by the way. Yirka, if you're listening, I don't really think you speak English at all. But if you are listening, hey, how's it going? Um, but yeah, he'd come all the way out and then decided to refuel himself with many pints. Many pints. Before heading back again. Again, I do not condone that behaviour, but it's bloody... Like, you know, whether he did make it back or not, he might have been splatted on the side of the highway for all we know. But... Uh, there you go. That's that's my hot. Very good. Basically, impressive dedication to yeah. cycling. Well, possibly impressive de- dedication to just getting out of the house for a day. Very good. Which might be that. Mm-hmm. I just thought of a hot. You just thought of a hot. Okay. That I think has to be shared with the podcast. All right. My hot, David, is Shasha Burger. That was my backup hot. Um, which is a burger delivery service in 
in uh, Pribram, and it's very good. But they have a whole menu which is dedicated to um, Simpsons characters, so you can get like a crusty burger and a Homer sandwich or yeah. whatever. But there might have been something a bit lost in translation because groundskeeper Willie is also mentioned in the yeah. uh, in the uh, menu, and I don't think anyone would really want to try a Willie sandwich. Do not touch Willie. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> if you were wondering, it was filled with tuna. The Willy sandwich. Slightly fishy smelling. That's not, I, I no, don't think that I'd, works. No, it doesn't work, does it? I, not I really. Mean, questions. I mean, I know there wasn't any soap in the hotel room, David. But, <laughs> like, um... but either, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Shasha Burger. Shasha Burger. Good burger. Save, save my life. Because yeah, um, were, I yeah. had been... I had been looking forward to the 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 uh, much vaunted ribs from the uh, hotel kitchen. We got back; the kitchen had closed, and nowhere else in town was delivering. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, shout out to the expert services of Pavel Grimm yes, and his thank partner you, Pavel. as well, who um, went above and beyond trying to find yeah, us something exactly to, eat. to find the one place that was delivering food at ten p.m. on Sunday in a small Czech town. Good. Um, you're not, David. Yes, my my not is Tigre. That's confused you, hasn't it? Tiger. No, Tigre. Tigre. T i g r e. Oh, okay. It's not like Le Tigre. Very no. good band. No, it's not Le Tigre. No, um, or the um, uh, short-lived Vauxhall Tigre, which is just a Corsa with a nice body on it. Um, yeah, uh, Tigre are a football club from Buenos Aires, but they're not one of the big two clubs from uh-huh. Buenos Aires, and they had an incredibly unfortunate piece of, well, luck or whatever this week, in that they finished ninth in the Argentinian Premier Division, but were relegated. Now, I'll tell you for why. This is a complicated story. Are they a 20-team league or something now, like that? Now, they were a 30-team league, <laughs> but they're trying to, re- for obvious reasons, they're trying to reduce the number of teams down to 20. <laughs> so, they lost four last year. This year was a 26-team league, uh-huh. but... The relegation has been decided on your average points and goal difference and so forth from the last three seasons. Oh, fuck off. So, anyway, normally, um, uh, finishing ninth would have got you a place in the Copa Sudamericana, <laughs> which is basically South America's version of the Europa League. I'm thinking right? Europe. <laughs> right. So, um, Finishing ninth would have gotten that, but they were relegated due to past season being crappishness, mm-hmm. right? However, seeing as it's now a 2016 league, which is going to be reduced further next year, that's not in or that's it's not enough to play each other once, but it's too many to play each other twice. Sure. So everyone played each other once, and then the Argentinian FA set up as a bonus prize a sort of knockout competition involving all clubs in the top division regardless of whether they were about to be relegated or not, right? Some heavy eye rolls so, going on, listener. So, everyone enters this, all 26 teams enter, uh-huh. and Tigre get to the final. Yeah. And they play Boca. Right. Which means, if they lose, they get a place in the Copa Sudamericana anyway, and if they win, they get a place in the Copa Libertadores. So, whatever happens, they get a place in continental competition despite being relegated and that ninth place being basically wiped off right they actually win the thing they win it 2-0 they beat Boca yeah another Buenos Aires team 2-0 they win the trophy 
Copa Libertadores, here we come, right? Yeah. Except Argentinian second division teams aren't allowed to play in continental competition. So they had three opportunities to get into a continental competition and they're not allowed to do any of them despite all of this. Can I congratulate Argentina for having a more mental system than Belgium? And that is going some. That's absolutely So they're my, they're my, for, for just purely, like, everything coming badly at once, Tigre are my knot. A vintage knot for <laughs> the podcast, you. I yeah. think, David. Outstanding stuff. Right. Um, what do we, oh, yes. Apparently we've got a small game after this small break. Boys and girls, a short game for, for which I have not been prepped in any way, yeah. I so just have to say. This was instead of my hot or not this week, okay. and this has absolutely not been taken from any other podcast. Oh, good. Okay. So, I, I, even if I recognise it, I will try and so, you know feign astonishment or something. So this, um, this game, David, yes. is called Magera Boing Ausman. <laughs> hey, nuts! Rusek, give me just, just a little more time! time. Christofek, oh yeah! Barish. Good. So, Mag- like, so Lukas Magera, yep. Pavel Iceman, yep. Rusek, Anthony yep. Rusek, um, Lukas Christofek, yep. and Damian Barish. Right. I'd like you to put them in order by the amount of minutes they've played for Zbrojovka Burn of this season. Um, Iceman top. Listen, this Iceman top. Iceman top. Um... What were the other options again? Um, you <laughs> so, have Magera, Magera Barish, Rusek, Christofek, Barish. Right. Um, Christofek second. Mm-hmm. Magera third. Mm-hmm. Rusek fourth, Barish fifth. Rusek fourth, Barish fifth. It's not so easy, is it, David? I didn't. I was never yeah. claiming it was, Sam. Um, so at the top, um, you're right with Pavel Iceman. Because I read that today, that he's only missed one game. Yeah, 2,660 minutes. Um, second, again right, is um, uh, Christofek with yep. 2,070. Third, surprising to me, was Antonin Rusek. Oh, with there you go. 2,043. Okay. Followed by Damien Barish with 1,965. McGarren has played the fewest minutes. 1,927. That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Yes. But you think he's been there. Yeah. So, um, a very sw- short game. I don't think we'll be returning to this as a theme ever, but you've just played Magera, Boing, Iceman, Peanuts, Rusek, Give me just a little more time, Chris Stufek, Oh yeah, Barish. Thanks. Yo, it's time for beer of the. Podcast. <laughs> you reckon this is the most expensive beer of the podcast you've ever had? Um, it cost me, I think, fifty crowns a bottle. Wow! And it, like, like just for a normal zero point five. In the uh, yes, um, bit of backstory for this one. Yeah, go on. This is um, a beer um, from specifically, and I think only available at Cafe Farah in uh, Klentnitsa. Yes. It's a small village in Moravia. And I happened to go there on a quote, air quote time 
workshop with my right. work, which involved us climbing a hill and seeing um, the ruins of a castle, having a very nice lunch which featured asparagus. Mm-hmm. I very much enjoy asparagus. Um, this beer and a trip to a soap maker. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say a soap. Well, I was like thinking... you were on telly briefly. Because yeah. but... the Czech is like a Midlarna. Yes. Soap place, but I couldn't say soap factory because a husband and wife working out of their house. Right. Um, do very nice fine soaps there. So yeah, if you're ever in a Klentnice, you can go to Cafe Fara, and they make their own Farni Merunkove Pivo. Yes. Uh, they like doing lots of strange stuff like this. You mm-hmm. can also get le- their lemonade, which also is able to be purchased in their gift shop. Lemonade is a basil and mint Please. lemonade. Good. It's quite nice. So this is, yes, so this is an apricot beer. Yeah. That's all okay. it is. It's um, beer with, I think, um, fresh um, apricot juice I think put into the barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, so it means it's kept its strength. It's 4.8. Yeah. Um, get it at the gift shop for, I think, 50 crowns a go. Good. Good. Um, okay. Well, in that case. I enjoyed it first time. It smells delicious. So we'll see what you think. It smells really nice. So here we go. Cheers. It's not as sweet as I was expecting. No, it's not. It's, no, that's that's really good. I really enjoyed this beer. I yeah. wish I'd taken more back. I it's took very, back, very refreshing. I took about four of them back with me. It's um, very refreshing, isn't it? It's really nice. nice beer. Yeah. Really nice beer. Um, worth the journey, especially if someone drives you there. It's <laughs> about 45 minutes to an hour outside of Brno. Yeah. Um, very nice. It's just... It's not overpowering. It's just a, mm-hmm. just a little hint of something interesting behind it. It's very good. You yeah. can definitely get the fruit in the end. And also, you remember earlier you said everything features a monk. Even this. Even yes. this label has a monk on it. They're not monks, are they? Those soap makers? They're not. No, well, the soap makers are different. That's an independent business close to Cafe. Right. Um, uh, cafe Farah. But even so, my question still stands. Yeah, the whole thing is because the... Um, this is quite cool, actually. Um, it's it's a place. Cafe Fara is sort of this place that you go to. You go to the town deliberately to try Cafe Fara. So you oh, go there okay. for your lunch. You go there with, you know, like these sort of pubs in the middle of nowhere that you get someone to drive you to sample the ales and stuff. Yes, yes. And these people come in from it because it from was far a, and wide. Because it was originally, I believe, a monastery with a church on the side of it. The church is still operational, I believe, but they bought this monastery in a really sorry state right and spent a number of years doing it up and it's now a lovely a really lovely um sort of place so it's got this nice cafe with i mean very good restaurant quality food mm-hmm. like i mean I had, I had i had asparagus with quails eggs and a hollandaise sauce Ooh, bloody hell Ooh, yeah, sort of there yeah. um all that sort of stuff. There's rooms available if you want to go to the countryside. Countryside are there stunning as well. Really nice for mountain biking or, or walks. So they they're doing it very. They take it very seriously. And as you would if you uh, make your own beer specific to your monastery cafe. Yeah. So that's why the thing is a monk. So you see on the outside is a guy with holding a coffee. Because they're big into coffee as well. Oh yeah. It's a small coffee museum. <laughs> yeah. Beside okay. it as well. Gift shop. Um, and you have the monk holding different things. So okay, well that's Cafe okay. That's, that's that's a better explanation than I would have assumed from just you know fatuously asking why there's a monk on the Don't label. Don't I go to cool places with my work? You do. Lucky you. I'm not going anywhere cool no. with my work. Uh, we might 
be moving offices. That's all I've got. That's kind of cool. But you'll be moving yeah, offices but, yeah, to. But a... we're, yeah, we're not allowed to say. So. Um, oh, I see. <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah, true. that's just. I'm going to stop you right there. Take that, journalist. <laughs> Uh, so, um, what have we? I'm going to look over to my list here. What have we got? Uh, last, we've, oh, I'm not talking towards the microphone. So that has made that uh, look very unprofessional. After after many weeks of trying to keep a professional exterior going on this podcast, it's now this is, in the I, final weeks falls apart. Exactly. We've only got this and one more to go for this season. But we are going to very quickly take um, a couple of questions from the audience, and then we're going into the uh, awards. Or, well, awards announcements. Very quickly, questions from the audience. Uh, A pause to have that bit of music. Oh, yes. Here we go. That, by the way, in case anyone didn't know what it was, is the theme from uh, BBC's Question Time, which we've um, yoinked for the purposes of this. Anyway, uh, we got to this very late, i.e. this afternoon we posted this, but we had uh, a question which was, Sam... From friend of the friend of the podcast, um, we've had a lot of friends of the podcast. This is from Dan again. Mm-hmm. Also, um, shout out to Martin who listens in and was um, asked us to talk about the refereeing issues. I feel we may have covered that, Martin, <laughs> yeah. but thank you anyway. Yeah. D- uh, Dan asked, "Would you? Um, would you? Um, s- I can't read my own handwriting. Would you swap the two playoff slots for a second automatic promotion spot? Yes, a la." Previously. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yes, I didn't see what was wrong with the previous system. Two up, two down is fine with me. Mm-hmm. Sam? Can I do a classic question time and not give a yes or no answer, but give something else? Go on. I would prefer I would prefer two up, um, two up, two down in a playoff. Well, yeah, I'm, but, you know, we weren't given that option. But, That's true. Yeah, but well, otherwise, yes, for me, because it stops games getting rigged. For me, of course, two up, two down and a playoff would be lovely, as they do in Germany and various yeah. other places. That would be great. Um, so that, I believe, answers that question. If you were expecting a lot more analysis on this point, I'm afraid you you might get it next week. Yeah, okay. Um, so, um, we're going to go on to some awards category announcements, which are going to need some um, input by uh, you guys out there. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, a small bit of music and then that. Next week in our end of season show, we are going to... Next end of season review. Sorry. R-E-V-U-E. Yeah. Um, next you. week, or maybe the week after. We haven't decided exactly when that's going to be. But basically, the next podcast yeah. is going to be the end of season review R-E-V-U-E. Um, should we get the Blues Brothers band in? I mean, you know, I feel we need something spectacular. Get the string quartet, get the champagne, put on ice, because it's the awards that nobody cares about. The Zbrojovka Awards 2K19. Boing. 
Give me just a little <laughs> no, more no, time. No, enough. enough. Okay. Um, uh, so so um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put one sort of roughly one per day up on both the Facebook and the Twitter pages. Okay. Can I just put them up all at once so they all get a good run out? Uh, yes, that's probably a good idea as well. Yes, let's do that. Um, so the categories are as follows. Um, okay. If they'll be going on Facebook and on Twitter, by the way. So. Yeah vote and it would be in the spirit of the thing to vote using one medium and one medium only you cheats <laughs> get fucked player of the year player of the year sam we have uh we had three standout contenders and then we had to fill a gap as it were <laughs> you'll feel bad if he listens now he's not listening come on um I'll shout, shout out lucas christufek yeah um luke, so lucas christufek <laughs> <laughs> Number one, uh, Pavel the Iceman, Iceman, uh-huh. uh, Petr Stepanovsky, mm-hmm. and uh, Big Luke Magera mm-hmm. for our full player of the season. Would you like to speak uh, for any nomination, David? I don't want to influence uh, what I'm sure is going to be a rigorously controlled and not at all slightly bent voting process. Okay, I see. I'm I'm not Yaroslav Starka. Uh-huh. Much, you know, although, although people have mistaken me for him in the street. Mm-hmm. That's not true. I don't um, so yeah, those are the four nominations for Player of the Year. Sam, Young Player of the Year, and this is people under. We went. We went under the age of twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. Under the age of twenty-one who have had game time um, for the Zbrovka first team yeah. this year. It was tough to narrow down this because we had five eligible players <laughs> and. Um, uh, we're we're putting in four. So your young player of the year categories are Anthony Rusek, Ladislav Krejci, Andrzej Pachlopnik, and Martin Zikl. Yeah, we uh, left out Dominic Krejci because we didn't think he played enough. Yeah, basically on that, and he was the only other one uh, who would have been nominated. Next category is letdown of the season or biggest disappointment of the season. Um, Kuba Frechistal, Milan Lutomsky. <laughs> Want to see a magic I, trick? <laughs> uh, Petr Pavlik and making his second appearance, Martin Zekel. Man, it's very rare to get nominated twice in this list. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, for for two such disparate categories as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we now go on to um, what I think is a really interesting yeah, one. Yeah, I do. Which is Opposition Player of the Year, asterisked by being Opposition Player who is done what we think has been, you know, sort of like played the best against specifically Zbrojovka yeah. during the season. So your first nominee is FK Football Trinets' Shimon Shumbara. Yes. Who may or may not be playing for um, Zbrojovka Burner right now. Um, you have, to probably no one's surprise, um, Dinamo Cheska Budjevic's David Ledetsky. Then we have Salt and Pepper Vlashim's Yusuf Dao. And Very good against us, by the way. Very impressive. Very good. No influencing any of the votes. Well, I, I, yeah. I thought it was great. It was great. I'm just saying. And um, Usti Nadlabim's Daniel Prohazka, who scored that 25-yard screamer mm. um, against us in the 2-all draw. Yeah. Um, one last uh, clickable, votable one is Game of the Season. Um, the four nominations for this are home to Victoria Zizhkov, in which we won 6-0 on mm-hmm. that dark and stormy night. Mm-hmm. The wind blew and the waves howled and we absolutely spanked a lot of them. Sent Dan home early. Yes, yeah. Get it up here. Glad you're safe. Yeah. Um, 
Um, away to Vitkovica, the 4-2 victory towards the end of the season in which I was not present, but Sam was. <laughs> Please vote for that one for the crack. Um, the last game of the season, away to Yihlava, a 6-1 win. And that beautiful um, late autumn's day when we beat Tabor 4-1 at home. That's the, the other nominee for that. And finally, we're going to give you an open category in which we would like you to not click and vote, but actually just tell us, like write in or comment or message us or something and tell us what is your personal moment of the season. Uh, we're not going to give you any more clues than that. So what is your personal moment of Zbrojovka season? I mean, I say we're going to give you no more clues than that. It doesn't even have to be a f- like one related to a game. It could be... Something that happened when you were travelling. It could be something, you know, lol-worthy. It could be, I don't know, being stuck on a train for six hours or something like that and just being incredibly frustrated. We we want to hear some interesting, weird, funny things that have happened or things that have stuck in your brain from this season. Yeah, we'll be sure to read them out on the the podcast. You can, if you want to be really old school, I believe you can email zbroyovcast at gmail.com. Do you check that still? Never. No, I don't either. I've never checked it. No. Uh, you can get in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter, both at Sproyovcast. Yeah. We've had unless you're FK Prebram, in which you don't want to contact us on Twitter. Pussies, get it up, yeah. Um, I would also like to do a massive uh, shout out uh, before we finish to all the people. We've had a massive upsurge in people following us this last week. Um, hundreds of listens, uh, purely on SoundCloud, actually, uh, to the pod. Loads of people now following us on Facebook. Uh, you can, of course, uh, subscribe and download everything, not just on SoundCloud, but anywhere else you get your audio on demand. So that's Spotify or Audio Boom or whatever the hell you use to listen to podcasts. But thank you, everyone, who um, is, um, who is um, coming over and joining us in this ridiculous project we've been doing. Yeah. So that rounds us out, I think, for this week. We have one more podcast before we take a break, end of season one, and I finally get some rest at the weekend. Yeah. Um, I think we'll do that in a week rather than two, won't we? Yes. Let's say we will, so we have to. Yes. Okay. So uh, that's it for this week, and we are going to play you out, ladies and gentlemen, with this. See you next week. It's not my Je zvláštní, jak z té dálky se všechno menší zdá. I ten strach, co ve mně vládnul, je loutka bezmocná. Jen vyzkouším, jak mocná jsem a kvíši na mě zvedne zem. Mezi ši bez konce chci žít.